Welcome to the Youth School Podcast, where we believe inside of everybody there is a great story waiting to be discovered and lived. This is the show where we guide you on your journey in discovering what your story could be. It's your life. Don't let anybody else write it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the U-School podcast. I'm Tim Parlier, and I'm the host of the show today. I'm a guide with the U-School, and I'm here with Scott Schimmel, the co-founder and chief guide of the U-School. And Scott, man, we're ready to rock today, aren't we? We are ready. I'm excited for this. You know, to give you a framework of what we're going to be doing on this podcast, there's five questions that the U-School has geared our content around. And Scott, what are the five questions? Why are they important? And uh, why are you leading people towards answering these questions? Yeah, we really care about helping people through transitions in their life, whether it's high school to college, college to career, veterans getting out of the military. And we found that when you're in transition, there's a ton of stress and pressure and typically fear and anxiety and uncertainty. And what should I do? And what do I do next? And so we want to provide this antidote, this experience that you can go through to get clearer about who you are and what matters so you can make better choices. So these five big questions have been the framework for how we want to get you to get clear about things. So the number one, the big question is what do you believe? What do you believe in? And the second one is what kind of person are you becoming? Third is what's your mission in life? Fourth is how are you going to contribute? And the fifth is, who do you belong to? And so those questions, getting clear about those questions, not once, but really continuously, and particularly in a season of transition when there's big decisions coming up, when we help people get clear about their answers, and it's only your answers, not anybody else's, but yours, when you get clear about those questions, the decisions about career or where do I live or how do I express who I am, it becomes infinitely easier. And the, so today we're going to talk about the first question, which is, what do I believe? And my first thought about this is, why would somebody be unclear about what they believe? Like, why, why would somebody even need to yeah. ha- have help to understand what they believe? That's a good question. I, I think for me, if you'd asked me when I was 18, 19 years old, what do you believe or what do you believe in? I would have just come up with no answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just had never thought about it. I don't, I think I would have drawn a blank. In fact, I ran into my old college essay at my mom's house a few months back and I read, you know, what you're supposed to write, tell us about who you are mm-hmm. and tell us your story. And I read this two page essay as though someone else had written it. I, I just wow. was making it up like mm-hmm. you. So I think a big part of it is to answer your question. Most people are just unreflective. They don't really think about what they believe in. And, or maybe they adopt someone else's beliefs or uh, a tradition or a system and just say, yeah, that's kind of good enough. Uh, but we go through lives without really reflecting on it. But it actually matters what you believe. Mm. It shapes who you are and how you make decisions and how you interact with the world. It, it really matters. I, I feel like at 18, if s- no one had ever asked me that. What do you right. believe in? In fact, right. I don't know if that's even an okay question to ask in public. Usually, right. anyways, yeah, yeah. people yeah. are very like, what do you mean? What, what I do you mean? mean? It's yeah, immediately yeah. defensive. Yeah. Like, is this okay to talk about? Is there an agenda here? Yeah, exactly. Right. Is that, wait. Um, so it's, it's interesting that we're talking about this. And when we're talking about what do I believe in or what do we believe in, um, there are kind of four areas that, mm-hmm. that you can dissect this into. And it's what do I believe about myself? 
<laughs> what do I believe about the world around me and how mm-hmm. I interact with it? What do I believe about my place in the world? I guess that's my interaction with it. And then what do I believe big picture, um, God or spirituality or tradition, even yeah. and those types of things. And so I think those are each a huge conversation in themselves. Right. And so I think right. to do justice to our podcast, we want to take a little bit of time to dissect each of those things. And so yeah. for right now, we want to dig into what do I believe about myself? Yeah. And so Scott, what, what do you think is behind asking that question? What, yeah. what are maybe some inhibitors? I know you wrote an article on the U School on our website yep. about beliefs and how they shape people. Uh, what would you say if maybe from that article or observations are important things for us to consider as we think about this? Yeah, something that's been helpful for me, and it's, I, I've heard it said years ago, can't even remember by whom, but uh, most of us have, without thinking, adopted these ideas about myself. So number one, I am what I have. I, I, I am a reflection of my possessions or wealth or resources. And uh, so if I, if I lack something, I need to get more of it. And that'll make me more whole or complete or mm-hmm. satisfied. So I am what I have. The other one is uh, I am what I do. And it's, uh, it's my contributions. It's what I produce. It's my relevance to others. And uh, if, I, if I'm feeling unfulfilled or unsatisfied, I should do more. And then the third one is I am what people say about me. I am what my reputation is. I am uh, a reflection of if people are impressed with me or like me. And that obviously flows into things like social media. Um, and uh, so each one of those three things, that's almost maybe a default human sort of broken idea. This is who I am. That's what I believe about myself. And, I, and then it, they become formulas, essentially, for how to live and, and uh, the underlying motivation. So I need to get more. Um, I need to earn more. I need to do more, accomplish more, or I need to get more people uh, to like me. And, and unfortunately, each one of those things essentially is a mirage because, the you know, and especially those of us who've gone down those paths, mm-hmm. one of those paths, uh, have found, okay, well, I got those people to like me and be impressed but I still feel unsatisfied. There's more to it. And so a lot of the dysfunction, I think, for many of us flows out of, without thinking about it, we've believed one of those three things about ourselves and it's instructed, informed how we've chosen to live. And it's not leading us down a good path for our own flourishing or well-being. Mm. In your article, you mentioned that we have unconscious beliefs. And you mentioned that. You said without even thinking about it, they're unconscious or subconscious beliefs or even desires that we have. Um, and you noted that a way to, 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 I would say overcome even, or get clarity around that is just, it's just on a level of awareness yeah. that usually happens through somebody else asking you a yeah. question. It's, I think it's uncomfortable to, especially these kinds of things. It, 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 for me, it's, it's vulnerable and sometimes it could feel humiliating because my thing is, I want people to be impressed with me. I want people to like me. I want people to, when I come somewhere, to say, oh, that there he is. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Like the, they would see me as attractive or uh, important. Mm-hmm. And so that's been such a core motivation for years. And even saying that feels uncomfortable. Getting to that realization years ago was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like really, that's me? That's what, that's what motivates me? And I think part of, part of that process is one, being honest with yourself, but I think, like you mentioned, it for me, it, it really helped to have other people ask those uncomfortable questions mm-hmm. and, and almost like observe those uncomfortable things about me and say, it seems like you 
care a lot about what people think. I remember I had a friend in college ask me that. Totally. And I was like, screw you, dude. <laughs> of course yeah. I don't. And then I really, you know, that sunk deep for years and that became in the back of my head. Maybe that is what motivates me and drives me. And, and, uh, and that's not, it produces anxiety in me, shame when I don't get, I'm constantly trying to read from people. Is it an, am I enough? Do you, do you, uh, do you appreciate me enough? Do you respect me enough? Are you impressed with me enough? And it just goes nowhere. It's this like loop of doom back and forth every day. I got another day where I got to get people to like me and be yeah. impressed mm. and it's endless. And I, I don't really struggle with what I do or what I have. Um, but other people do. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Sure. Yeah. And it sounds exhausting as well. And I know with the U school, we work with a wide variety, or I would say a large spectrum of people, yeah, yeah. people groups even. And one of those is parents yeah. who um, they're defining for their kids in a lot of ways what their beliefs yeah. are. What's important. Which is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And it's students need that and it yeah. provides stability. And that, yet there's a point where students begin to come with their own beliefs. And yeah. uh, U school is really intentional. You've been very intentional with using the word emerging adults. Yeah. And I love that. Um, I love it because it's a, it's a growth mindset term where I think sometimes right. when we just label kids as teenagers or yeah. students, it's, it's like, well, that's what you are right. and yeah. good luck with that. But yeah, yeah. with merging adult to me, as I read that, I think, wow, just let's not keep, let's not lose sight of that, that they're becoming something, yes. which is yeah, one of the process. questions. What am yeah. I becoming? Yeah, yeah. It's a process. And I'm curious with your experience working with parents, um, how, how are you helping parents become clear in communicating what they believe and why is that important yeah. with their, with their young ones? I think a part of it, cause I have kids too. I think a part of it is we want to ask parents those sort of reflection questions. What, what do you think you are defining for your kids as important and mm -hmm. true and beautiful and good. And that's part of the process. Typically that predicts, you know, provokes some anxiety in parents. Sure. But the other part is, why don't you ask your kids that? Mm. Why don't you ask your kids what they think you're teaching them about life? <laughs> and I think about my family and the, the messages that I got about what's, what do we believe in as a, as a family and as, as a people and it was things like be productive and work hard and be successful. And um, I'd call that good. I, I'm glad for that. Mm -hmm. But there's typically a shadow side for each one of those core beliefs at some point. Uh, workaholism, uh, shame, sure. um, addiction. Uh, so I've, working with parents, a big part of it is let's just have this conversation even especially if it makes you feel uncomfortable because for parents, and I'll speak for myself, that nothing matters more than the impact I'm having on my kids when I'm imparting for them. So, and again, it's not a one-time seminar that you go to and fill out these answers. Right. This is a continuous reflection, mm -hmm. a weekly. So what, do we, what have we been teaching our kids this week about what's really important and good and true? And kids then have a way of helping you, helping me, stay true to those things. Mm -hmm. They're literally watching. They're sure. literally learning and it's going to shape them forever. So what am I shaping by my behavior and by my actions? We had had a prior conversation about being intentional to articulate to our, our kids why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And right. you know, I, I coach football in high school, not full time, but I'm with this guys, you know, every day of the yeah. week. 
And I stop practice at times and say, hey, guys, why am I teaching you this? Because hmm. I can see right. some of you guys are checked out on this right. drill and you're totally going through <laughs> the motions right now. Yeah. Why do you think I'm doing this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, coach. Like, why do you coach? No, no. Like, why are we doing this drill yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I let them answer. It's not just a, right. I want to punk you guys because right, it's a yeah. real practice. <laughs> it's, Surprise. I really need to know, do you understand why I'm doing this? Because right. if you don't, we've missed the whole point here. Yeah. And if you understand why I'm doing what I'm doing and you buy into that, well, now you're going to, now I don't, you know, I have like a shared commitment with you that we're both trying to get better at this. Right. Um, And I think it's translated into my parenting as well of, do they, do my kids know why I'm doing what I'm doing? Like, have I ever told them, Hey, I have a belief and here's what it is. And this is why mommy and daddy do this. Yeah. Does that make sense? So good. Do you like that? You know, right. and at some point, I don't right. care if they like it or not. Yeah, totally. I'm, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm dad, and yeah. that's what we're doing. But then there becomes a point emerging adulthood where it's, hey, this may not be what you want to do, but I just want you to know why I do it, yeah. and that helps them understand. Oh, he has like a story behind right. why he did right. this, right. why they chose to live this way, or why they make decisions the way they yeah. do. Which is, I just think, really helps them. Hey, one day totally. I'm going to have to decide these things too. And I want so, to know why. I want to know why. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And how, yeah. how are you guys? That totally reminds me. I, uh, my oldest kid, when he was three, and you and I both worked with students for years. And so a lot of the schedule working with students is oftentimes nights out. And uh, I realized, so he would ask me oftentimes as I'm tucking him in and he knows I'm leaving. He would ask me, why are you going to work? And he's just that question. And I never, I never really answered it until one day. I realized I was leaving again. It was like one of those fourth night out in a row. Okay. And typically I'd say, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to impact students' lives. And uh, sometimes I'd say, hey, I need to make money. <laughs> Just like there's, sure. there's multiple reasons. But then I, I realized when he asked this question one time, uh, I had said yes to a speaking invitation because I felt like it would make me important. And it, would, it was for me. It wasn't for the students. It wasn't to, I was making no money doing mm-hmm. it. And it just, I, so I, I didn't really give him an answer. You know, I just got to go to work. But all the drive to this campus, it was like, what am I doing? What? Because I literally now I am taking my time away from him mm. to do something completely for my own ego. And that, so that was a big, I think for me, it was a, it was a significant, be more, I need to be more reflective about what I say yes to and be aware that I'm chasing things that aren't going to be satisfying. And, and I don't want to raise kids where their dad was always gone because yeah. he was helping other people's kids. I want them to understand the, the priority that they have. And, and not that they're always number one, because I think that's going to set up kids to be weird. Sure. But that they, like you said, they understand why dad's leaving mm. and where he's going. I think that's such a good, that's such a gift. Okay, Scott, so let's get practical then. If someone's listening to the show and they've been hearing us talk about what do I believe in in this conversation... I know you and I talked offline just about we want the we want this show to be really helpful and practical. So yeah. at the U School, this is the process we're taking people through. And as you're listening to the show, we want to give you a, a taste of what we do. And that's we want you to be clear as you hear us dialogue through some of these things. What do you believe about yourself? So no matter where you're at, you can enter the process of reflection mm-hmm. with us. As we've been talking about, I'm sure things have come to your mind about what you believe and who you shared them to. And, and what I would want you to do is take an opportunity today and don't miss it of just even writing it out. What is the driving belief right now for your life? Have you ever thought about that? Like what is the belief that you think maybe is the core, core value that you have even? And I would, I would even add to that. And maybe, maybe you do kind of a personal audit 
essentially. So one idea would be to look at your calendar for the past week. And this gets personal. It gets real personal. But look at how you spent your money. Look at uh, what you watched on Netflix. Like check your internet search history, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, observe. Uh, okay, if this is the person that I am, what must matter? What must I believe about mm-hmm. what's important? And with that framework of... Is it what I have? Is it what I do? Is it what people say about me? Look at the things that you post or liked on social media, mm-hmm. the music you list. So I think it's it's really being honest with yourself and observing what must I believe based on how I live and act. That's great. It's not just this heady belief thing, which I think we're unfortunately a lot of us live with our beliefs, but it's an experiential. This is how I live. Therefore, this like betrays almost my beliefs. Sure. So it's almost like if you're writing this down, you'd say, what is my stated ideal belief that drives my life? Yeah. And then second question is, do I actually live as if that were my, right. my belief? Yeah. Is that true? Is that true? Which brings up a question of of just consistency and integrity of, yeah. am I in alignment right. with my stated belief, yeah. the thing that are authentic. Things. Yeah. I think giving just for the listener, it's just being clear on one right now. Mm-hmm. You can spend time going through all of them in yeah. your life. And, um, but I think we're having one that you can just kind of focus on would be a great starting place. And then what I would add to that is then who in your life have you invited in to a place where they can hold you accountable to what you believe? Yeah. Yeah. In the USCO world, we call that having an advisor, someone that they're not in charge of you. They're not directing your life, but they are giving you advice. They're giving you feedback. They're supporting you. And, and to establish a trusting relationship where someone could actually say something, ask a tough question, uh, make a comment that will make you feel uncomfortable, that that would actually be one of the most healthy things anybody could do, especially as they try to live in this world in a way that's really uh, full of integrity and authentic. That's great. And I think that helps us close the show out is, is you now have a, a clear action step. We all do. Yeah. I think this is something I want to take personally as well is what, what is the core belief in my life? Not just, not just the idea, but what am I actually, what does my life say? What would yeah. others say is yeah. the driving force right. in my life? And then uh, who in my life do I have that's holding me accountable to that mm-hmm. in a safe way that loves mm-hmm. me despite failure or, yeah. or success? And then um, maybe there is a clear action step you need to take, we need to take to live more in alignment with that belief. It's great. Uh, or, you know, share it with others. Yeah. Is there anybody you've shared that with your, your kids know, Mm -hmm. does your spouse know, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's a great way for bonding. Uh, and that's what we do at the U school. We're helping people in understanding the beliefs that are driving Mm -hmm. their life. And, um, just my, I guess my last question to you, Scott, is I think that brings up, does U school have, an agenda is it is is there a dominant narrative they're saying hey mm-hmm. look as you do this you should be checking right. these boxes and how, to, how does you school right. answer that question yeah we don't there's no agenda there's i think there's no belief system that's underlying the process we take people through so there's no like bait and switch hey we, we've asked you a few questions but here's here's what's actually true we're you can tell you should you. answer this yeah if you yeah, don't yeah. have an answer not at all no. we're truly i mean it's just important for people to come up with their own answers I'd say even in well-formed systems or religious communities uh, that have been teaching you, perhaps, uh, or teaching your kids, like you, your kid, you still need to go through a process to think through what you believe in. 
it's it has to be in your own voice, not in someone else's. Mm. So yeah, we have our own well-formed beliefs. I have mine, you have yours, but that's not something for me to share or to impose on someone else. So then the agenda is helping you get clear on your answers yeah. Yeah. to your questions. Yes. Yeah, we have a very clear Stated. agenda. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, we're glad you joined us, everyone. We're excited. We hope you take those action steps. You start spending some time in reflection and join us on the next episode as we talk through not just uh, what we believe about ourselves, but the next one is going to be about what we believe about the world. See you soon. See you soon. Hey, thanks for joining us on the U School podcast. You can find other episodes like this one, as well as a bunch of other free resources for students, parents, schools, athletes, and veterans on our website, theuschool.com. Remember, it's your story. Don't let anybody else write it.